what's going on guys we are back again here to recap week what week are we in week four heading into yep. week five um so yeah let's just jump right into it we got shree back on this one uh he's not saving lives today he's working with us again which we always like so i actually want to give shree the floor obviously being a pats fan and a brady supporter and after that whole fiasco that happened on sunday night with that game I'm going to start with you, Shree. Yeah, I mean, hey, I was right on my prediction. I mean, I, w- I said the Pats would win, but at least I covered the line. But um, I don't know. I thought it was it was an emotional game. I think Brady clearly felt the emotion. I, he was missing throws all over the field that he normally hits. Um, the weather obviously played a role in it. But um, I don't know. All I came back, all I took out of that game, I guess, is I think the Pats are in good hands with Mac Jones. I think he looked smart. He looked confident. He had that one bad kick down the middle. But um, if you ask me, I think he outplayed Brady. Like, I genuinely think he outplayed Brady. Um, and he was just devastated. You could just see at the end of the game, he was so gutted to not hit that field goal. He played his heart out. The kid made all the right decisions. Uh, the pass played well. The defense looked good. Um, I mean, like I said, there's no moral victories, but if there is one, I guess it's a moral victory. Like the Cowboys had in week one against the Bucks too. I would take this as a moral victory. I think they look good. Mac Jones, I've I've been telling you guys from week one, he's probably the best rookie quarterback, probably because of the situation, but he looks smart, and that's uh, that's what you need for the Patriots offense. So I'll take the moral victory. We'll move on. Um, happy to see Brady back in New England. I'm happy that he broke the record on that field, too. I think that was, that was a cool moment. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just happy that the game went off and we can move on. What were your what were your emotions? I know me and you talked about it a little bit, obviously off the podcast. But what were your emotions going into that? Obviously, you being a Pats fan, being a Brady supporter, whatever, whatever. What were your emotions going into it? Yeah, I mean, I I told you guys I was going to be emotional during the game, but I mean, I we make fun of it as like I'm going to be emotional, but like if you think about it, like I'm 23 years old, and Brady's been played in New England for 22 years. Like I literally don't know life without Brady. You know what I mean? Like every Sunday during football season, I for four hours I had something to look forward to. It was just Brady and the Pats going in and kicking somebody's butt. You know, six Super Bowls, you win. Um, I don't know. It was just like it was a cool moment. See Brady back. Um, I mean, I wish he was playing for New England, but I don't know. It was just. Uh, I think it was an emotional game for everybody. You could just tell Brady was. I mean, even the post game press conference, post game, he was. You could tell it, it hit him. It hit the moment. Like it hit him in the moment. What. Um, he accomplished on that field. It's literally the field that he built. So, I don't know. But like I said, I, I don't know life without Brady, and I think that's why it was like kind of a surreal moment for me. Yeah, I mean that's like I said, I, I can't I can't compete with that. I mean, I, like I said, that's that's your guy, you know, for twenty however many years. So I, I understand that. I, I get that. The, for the game itself, though, I, I agree. I think Mac Jones looked looked really good. You know, at one point he completed nineteen straight passes. Um, it's not obviously they're you know short down the field, but he still had to make the right decision for the most part to get the you know get the pass where they needed to be. He did he played he played well. The defense played well. Brady did not look comfortable uh, in the beginning of the game. Uh, missed a lot of throws that he should have made. Uh, but again, that probably had to do with weather as well and you know some nerves I guess. But the Bucks really didn't look all that good. Um, you know the defense did the secondary did not look good at all. I mean now they're down to Richard Sherman being the number one corner. <laughs> Number one DB period on that roster, which he was signed five days before that game started. So, I think that's that's a red flag right right off the bat. Um, but I think the biggest thing, you know, for the Pats looking forward, obviously this game was just one game, and you know, kind of like you said, there's no moral victory, so a loss is still a loss. But looking forward for the Pats, I think obviously Mac Jones playing well, the receivers are playing well, the defense was really good. The one big problem that that team has is the is and we talked about it, is the run game. Damian yeah. Harris is fumbling left and right. They cannot – what did they finish with? I think they finished with negative one rushing yards on the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think – I mean, I, I think we're seeing this Patriots team make mistakes that we're not used to seeing Patriots teams make, right? Like, I don't think there's been a time when we've had running backs where the Patriots fumble this much. You know what I mean? I think – I genuinely can put – they're one and three. I can put two of those losses on the running backs fumbling. You know, week one, yeah. and then I think this game too, they were in field goal range. I mean, they were in an easier field goal range. If they – if they don't fumble there and kick a field goal, I mean, you do the math. They, they, they lost by two points, field goal is three points, so they win. So I know there's a lot of what-ifs, but um, I think they definitely need to shore up the fumbling issue. I, I could genuinely put two of those losses on fumbles. So. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I got one question for both of you guys. In you know, when it comes to this game in particular, so obviously the last thirty seconds of the game, it came down to the missed field goal, obviously. Um, but the situation was fourth and three. Now again, we just talked about how Mac Jones completed at one point in the game nineteen straight passes and looked really, really good. In the middle of a rainstorm, I think it was a fifty-six yard field goal, if I'm not mistaken. Fourth and three. Would you guys have kicked, tried to kick the field goal, or would you have put the ball in Mac Jones' hands to try to go ahead and complete for a first down, then obviously make it an easier field goal? What would you guys have done during that? Because me personally, Mac again, he completed 19 straight passes in the middle of a rainstorm. Kicker who hasn't who hasn't hit one of those kicks in years. I personally would have let Mac Jones make a play, or at least attempt to make a play on that fourth and three, try to you know get that first down. But Chad, what did you? What would you have done if you're a Belichick? Did you agree with the call? Did you? disagree with the club what was what was your thought process there um yeah i don't think it was a bad call i think he made the right call um really just okay. because just because he he got the kick there so he had plenty of leg he just missed it and that's you know that's what field kickers do if he, if he didn't make it there then it'd be like all right why'd you send him out there you know at least he had a chance to make it he, he had the he had the leg he just hit the upright if it goes in he's you know then Bill Belichick's a genius for kicking it then. You know, it's just, it's, I don't know. I think it just, it just depends. And if Mac Jones goes a fourth down and then they get it, they're like, oh, he's an idiot. Why didn't they try to kick it, you know? So it's it's tough. I think he made the right decision just because, what's Falk, is it? He, yeah. He yeah. got it there. He hit the upright. I mean, he had the leg for it, just missed by a foot. So it's like, you can't, I don't really blame that on Belichick, like being a, a dummy. Yeah, and I, I think looking back, everything is twenty twenty, but, um, I don't know, I agree. I think kicking the field goal there, I think he had confidence. He, I think knowing Belichick, he wouldn't have done it if he didn't think Nick Folk could hit it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Belichick would – I don't think it was a lack of confidence in Mac Jones. I think he was genuinely like, I think we can hit this field goal, you know? Yeah, okay, right. that, that was more so my question was, do you think it's a lack of – do you think it's, it's more so just, again, do you think you could hit it or did you think it was – and I guess you kind of answered the question already. Was it a little bit of a lack of confidence in Mac Jones to get those three yards and complete on that fourth down? I don't think that was the case necessarily. I genuinely think that he thought that they would be able to knock that field goal. And I just know me personally, what I would have done is I, and again, I'm not Bill Belichick. I haven't won six Super Bowls. Bill Belichick has forgot more football than I'll ever know. I, you know, I, I personally would have gone for it. But I mean, like I said, that's, you guys agree with him. And I'm not saying he's wrong. I just, that's what I, probably what I would have done. I'm just, you know, that's how I feel about it. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that, that was, that was a fun game. Obviously, I thought it would be, you know, my, my bold prediction for last week was that the, the Bucks were going to win by 21-plus. That obviously did not happen. Um, so, I mean, that that's kind of on that game. Chad, what takeaways did you have from week four? Um, Let's see. I guess let's just go right into the Cowboys game because, you know, that's, that's what I'm most interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys, they looked really good. Um, especially their defense, especially Trayvon Diggs. He's becoming a very, very good cornerback. And he, I think it's five interceptions in four games or something like that. Yep. So the takeaways are huge. Dak is still playing really well. Playing he's, like an MVP. Yeah, he's commanding playing the Playing like the MVP. You guys, if, you guys listen, right. if you guys listen to the last podcast, you know I had a whole um, piece, I guess, on how much I liked Dak and how, how well I thought he was playing. So nothing's changed there. Go ahead, Chad. Continue. Yeah, and then um, I think what the most important part, besides the defense, was the running game. So Zeke got back on track, 20 carries, 143 yards, and a touchdown. And then also Pollard had his little – he had 10 carries for 67 yards, so he was able to spell Zeke when he needed to. Um, so they were kind of running all over them. So I think it's a credit to, again, I'm, I'm going to say this guy's name until the cows come home, Kellen Moore. I know <laughs> you don't think it's him. But no matter what the defense gives him, he's just taking advantage of it. So if it means to run, or maybe it's Dak at the line changing the play. Too. That's what it is. That's that's the key both. right there. I think it's both. I think it's both. I okay. think it's both. Okay. I think I think their heads are becoming one brain at this point. So I think I think they have good chemistry. I think the Cowboys are a team that, I mean, right now four games into the season, they can beat any team on any given day. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They got the defense. They got the offense. The offense is electric. Dak, I mean, Dak was my sleeper pick for MVP at the beginning of the year, if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Dak looks, he, he looks like the man. So, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and 
Sorry. And then on, on the other on the other side, just real quick, Carolina. I mean, they actually look decent. Sam Darnold actually looked good. Just Christian McCaffrey's not there, so it was a big part of their offense. But Sam Darnold to DJ Moore just continues to be a huge threat to everyone. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean they, they they look pretty good too. Yeah, with McCaffrey there, I mean, they got a three-headed monster. Darnold can get the ball anywhere. He can run a little. Uh, you got DJ Moore, and you got Christian McCaffrey who do everything back. So Darnold has five rushing touchdowns on the year as well. I think people, yeah, I, think, I don't think people realize that he's got five rushing league. touchdowns. Yep, he leads the league in rushing touchdowns. So. Yep. My big takeaway from the Cowboys game, and I don't know how much of a bold take this is, but in the NFC, I think the Cowboys oh. are the second best team. In the entire yeah, NFC. Behind? The Rams. We talked about it last week. I think the Rams still, even after think, the loss, is still the best. They got smacked. They got smacked. It happens. And that's kind of the thing about the Cardinals. And, Tree, the way you just said about the Cowboys, you think they can beat any team any given Sunday, that's kind of exactly how I feel about the Cardinals, is I think they are, they can go, they can go in and beat any team any given Sunday, and the next Sunday they can look like a bottom feeder team, one of the, one of the uh one of the worst teams in, in football. And that's just, again, this year it's a little bit different. They've won four straight. Obviously, they're 4-0, the only undefeated team in the league. But from what I've seen from the Cardinals over the last couple of years, that's how I view them. I genuinely think, obviously, the Rams, I mean, like I said, the Rams did get beat, but that's, you know, one game. I, I still think the Rams are the most talented roster in terms of the NFC. But I think the Cowboys are the second-best team in the NFC. I really, I, and I, again, I said it all last week, Dak Prescott, Zeke is back. Trayvon Diggs, the, the the Cowboys defense was the biggest problem for them over the last few years, and it seems like that is now, it's looking a lot better than it has been with Trayvon Diggs, with Parsons and guys like that. I I genuinely think the Cowboys are the second best team in the NFC. I really, I think they're better than the Bucs. Until the Bucs fix that secondary or figure something out with that secondary, they're going to get thrown on all game long. I think that Dallas is the second best team in the NFC, period. Yeah, no, I can see it. Uh, but, I mean, they're the Cowboys, so come playoff time, you never know what's going to happen with them. So. No. There's... I, I guess that's fair. It's true. <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess that is fair. Um, so, in terms of, you know, week four, other takeaways, you guys have anything else you guys wanted to uh, brush over a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, we were talking about it right before the Jets finally get a win um, in OT against the Titans. I mean, the Titans didn't have Adrian Brown or Julio Jones. I I literally don't know who else they were throwing to, but um, Derek Henry went off, but was enough to beat the Jets, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they still should have beat the Jets without those two guys. I think they they should be good enough to beat them without Derek. I don't know what's his name, Julio and AJ Brown. I mean, I know I they're part of their offense, but their defense looks bad. Like their it is, just... it is very bad. <laughs> it looks bad. Like it looks really bad. I don't know. I, I think I'm not a believer in Tennessee. I think, yeah, the Jets Jets got their win. Sort of the Giants, both teams that we probably talked about could have, you know, maybe not win a game this season. Obviously, with the Giants schedule, we kind of discussed it last week as well. They both got wins, uh, which is which is cool. Um, the other, I mean, there's kind of two, I guess three things I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about real quick. The first thing was, this is really brief, but what were your guys' thoughts on the Ravens at the end of the game, going for that rush, keeping their record, go, that rushing record going. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw what happened there, but it was the game was in hand, and on the last play of the game, they they needed four yards to keep their streak going of I think what is it, a hundred rushing yards uh, per game or a hundred rushing yards yeah. in a game for however many games they were four yards short. Lamar took a little um, little uh, you know run to the to the left, got four yards, to, uh, slid slid down, and the game ended. Obviously, the Broncos coach was very, very upset. The whole Broncos, it seemed like their whole team was very upset. Um, and, you know, on the opposite yeah. side, Baltimore was just like, hey, listen, you've got a chance to make history. It is what it is. Obviously, we're going for the record. We're going to take our four yards. It wasn't going to make or break the game. So I just kind of want to know what you guys thought about that. Because me personally, I really, obviously, you're the opposing coach. You're the opposing team. You don't want that to happen against you. But if you got a problem with it, stop it. That that's kind of how I look at it. If you don't want it to happen, don't let it happen to you. They did, and it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I look at it. If I'm the Broncos, I'm pissed. If I'm the Ravens, I'm going for it. So I mean, it's kind of neutral. I really, it's kind of like I don't know if you guys remember in 2007 when Brady was trying to break those records with 50 touchdowns, and like I think it was 22 or 24 to Randy Moss or something like that. In the last game, they were just trying to air it out as much as possible. So I mean, 
if I'm like I said, if I'm the Broncos, I'm pissed. If I'm the Ravens, I go for it. I really am neutral on it. Yeah, I I'm sort of the same boat. Honestly, if I'm the Broncos, I don't really care. So yeah, I'm with it. If like like Dan said, if you don't want to do it, then stop him from doing it. If I think I think what made it kind of better from the Broncos' perspective is Harbaugh just being totally upfront in the post game press conference and be like, "Look, we were going for the record. Like there, right. he, he wasn't trying to hide it. He wasn't. He just he owned it. You know. And I think that yeah. I think that made it a lot better on the Broncos' end and for the Ravens. So yeah, I, I, like I said, that's kind of. I just kind of want to know what you guys thought about because I know that was that was kind of a big story that everybody was kind of talking about. So. Yeah. The other team I want to touch on real quick, obviously the Packers and Steelers. Uh, Green Bay won seven, uh, 27-17. Um, Green Bay looks really, really good. The Big Ben just looks worse and worse as, as the, <laughs> the season goes on. So uh, that's just my take on that. you got anything on that game? Um, not really. Basically what you said, Big Ben just can't throw the ball more than six no. and a half yards. Actually, probably less than that. Probably four <laughs> yards. Um, Aaron Rodgers continues to look good, even after week one when people thought he was washed or retired. But he's, he's Aaron Rodgers, so. Yeah, there's also be- a rumor that he – sorry. There's also a rumor that he might go to the Steelers next year, which that, I don't necessarily that, buy into. That's what I was about to bring up. I, I What I took away is Aaron Rodgers on the Steelers would be amazing. I think they would be contenders right there. Like, I think they're right up there with the Chiefs, maybe the best team in football. I just – I, I, I think you put Aaron Rodgers on any team that are instant contender. I think he's that, yeah, that good. Uh, but, yeah, I think if he went to the Steelers, that would be – it'd be great. You know what I mean? I, they, I mean, the Steelers got the defense. They got Najee Harris. They got the receivers. I don't know what else that team would need. Offensive line, obviously, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see – I just don't see it. I don't really understand why he would do it. I mean, you don't. I don't think you really want to go to the same conference as the Chiefs and have to – battle with them to get to the Super Bowl every year. Obviously, he's still trying to win another Super Bowl, and I think maybe going I mean, to the AFC probably isn't the best bet. That, that's just, I mean, that's he, just me. He no? stays in the NFC. He's playing against Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, now Dak, I would say, and the Rams are going to be just as good as they are this year next year. Yeah, I, I would rather go to the AFC. I think it's only the yeah. Chiefs you have to beat, really. I mean, the Bills are good. Especially in the AFC North. Oops. If AFC North, I mean, if Rodgers is the Steelers. You got to deal with I, Lamar Jackson, the Ray. I'm, I'm just, just just for that division. You got to deal with them. You got to deal with Cleveland. Obviously, the Bengals, nobody really cares about. But that, that division is tough enough to win alone. But I just think if Rodgers' goal ultimately is to get to another Super Bowl and win another Super Bowl, you've got to beat Patrick Mahomes. And you got to, to even get to the Super Bowl, you've got to beat him. I just right. don't think that's the best. I would, I would rather take my chances. Like, I guess what I'm saying is I would rather take the field as opposed to trying to go up against uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's just kind of how I look at it. But on the other side, you have to beat Russell Wilson, and then you have to beat Matt Stafford and the Rams, and like well, the Cowboys thing, the thing, maybe. The thing about the NFC is a lot of those guys are going to beat each other up before you even get to them. I know, but you still have to play at least two or three of them, right? You do. You do. I, I guess I just think I just want to stay I think there's only away. one team in the AFC right now that's actually like legit. Uh, the Bills could be. I don't think the Ravens are. I don't either. I the think. Char- I, I don't think the Chargers are yet. They could oh, be by the end of the season, but I don't. I don't think they are yet. I, was I think they're good, but. I think. The, I mean, they already beat the Chiefs. I know, but in Kansas the, City, in playoffs Kansas. is a, playoffs is a different game. You've seen Brady lose games out like first two, three weeks in the season, and then win the Super Bowl. It's a different game. Fair enough, but I think Chargers' offense looks electric. Their defense with Bosa, they look good. Derwin James in the backfield and safety i think they i think charges are legit i think charges can make some noise in the playoffs i think they're at least a year away personally really i do yeah i i get, I, I just kind of think of yeah they're good but like are they going to be able to beat these teams in the playoffs are they going to be able to beat a kansas city chiefs in the playoffs obviously we kind of like chad said we just saw them beat them but again 23 years we've seen with brady he might lose in the regular season but come playoff time trying to get to the super bowl i really don't want to bet my money against Tom Brady and same kind of the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. I don't really want to go up against Patrick Mahomes either. Obviously, you got the Bills. You, I mean, you still got to look at a team like Cleveland. Maybe Cleveland looked pretty good. Their defense looks real, really, 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 really good. You know what I mean? So I mean, offense doesn't. Yeah, offense. Baker Mayfield doesn't look that great, but the defense looks really, really good. If you're the Chargers, are you going to be able to beat them? I don't know. Um, I think I think they're at least a year away. I still see. I still obviously Herbert's really, really good. I do see some. I guess some plays here or there where I'm like, man. You know, one more year that that that's that's a throw he may not make. You know what I mean? And I think I think that's the separation from them 
in terms of competing at the next level. Really good. Yeah. The rest of the team is really good around him. I think maybe just one more one more year under his belt before we before we start talking about them. Yeah, fair enough. All right. So, any other takeaways from week four we wanted to discuss at all? Um, let's see. Uh, no. Oh, the Cardinals. We touched on them. We did. Okay. Yeah. We can get in some news. Some news from week four. Going sure. Into- what do you got, Shri? Uh, I think the biggest one. Uh, Chicago fans are gonna be happy. Justin Fields named starter. He's. Uh, I mean, they gave him the reign, so now. I hope Matt Nagy can save. For Matt Nagy's sake, I hope they start winning games. Let's put it like that. Even though I don't want him as their coach, I mean, I want Justin Fields. I think he's got potential. I want him to have a good career. He's got a pretty bad team in Chicago with no offensive line help. I mean, I don't know. But for his sake, I hope they start winning some games. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, some other news coming out of Chicago, obviously, is Dave Montgomery is now going to be out for an extended period of time. So you start. Justin Fields, and then you lose your starting running back. So, just another thing for the Bears, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's gonna be interesting what they do with Dalton. And I mean, Foles. It seems like they don't care about it at all. But it seems like at least Matt Nagy was heavily invested in in uh, Dalton. To see if if Justin Fields struggles, what would happen? I think I think he wants to run under uh, under Dalton, kind of like you said. But obviously, the fans, the city, everybody wants Justin Fields to no, to be there. But I think. I think- I think he's making this move to save his career. I think I think that's what this move partly is about, Matt Nagy. Could be. I mean, if he, I mean, let's be honest. Like, if he starts Andy Dalton and they don't win the next two, three games, he's fired. Like at the end of the season, you know. He's fired probably before the end of the season. I was gonna say he's probably getting fired regardless. He, I, I would probably put a lot of money on the on a bet that he's not the coach next season. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, I, I mean, I, I, he, I get it. You got you got to try to start somewhere. You got to try to save your career somehow, but. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's what he's trying to do. I think probably some that's other it. transactional news that we have, I guess, over the last couple, the last twenty four hours or so. Obviously, um, Stefan Diggs uh, initially was released. Um, nope. Nope. What did I say? What did I say? Stefan Diggs. Yep, he was released. The Dolphins just signed him, so uh, that's going to be good. Uh, no, yep, Stefan Gilmore uh, was <laughs> was uh, initially released by the Patriots today after I guess the two sides couldn't come to an agreement on a contract extension. Uh, but then, a little, I guess a little while later, I'm not really sure what happened. Shri, I know you have a theory about it, so I'll let you speak on it after. But uh, he was eventually traded to the Carolina Panthers for, I think it was a six-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, I think, um, I think what happened was him and Belichick obviously couldn't agree on a deal. And I think they had respect for each other. And Gilmore was like, hey, look, I want to go to Carolina. I know that's his hometown or where he's from. So um, he played He played in South Carolina. Um, so I think he was just like, hey, I want to go to, North, uh, I want to go to Carolina. Just trade me. And I think that's what they got done. So a six-round pick, I know, seems low for him. But uh, it's better than getting nothing for him. So I think that's what happened. And obviously Carolina, I think, is if Carolina made that deal, I think they're willing to pay him. So I think it, it'll make Carolina good. I think Patriots, they, they, the defense, the secondary looks good without him. It would have looked even better with him. But, hey, at least we got something out of it. And I think we can move that, move on. I think that was the biggest, one of the biggest headlines for the Patriots in the offseason. One of the biggest distractions is Gilmore holding out, not wanting to play. So, I mean, puts it behind and just move forward. I'm kind of surprised he didn't try to go to Kansas City or Tampa. I mean, those are the two teams that desperately need help in the secondary, two teams that – were in the I mean, Super Bowl last year. There's so many Super Bowl contenders. I know. I don't know if you saw on Instagram, Devontae Adams like DM'd him or put a comment yeah. on him on his thing. I mean, he would have been good in Green Bay too. So there's so many teams that could have used him. So many Super Bowl contending teams, I guess. I think. I think Streaming. You were discussing a little earlier. I think the biggest thing for him going to Carolina, obviously, you want to go back home. That I get it. He's already won a Super Bowl. He's already been Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I guess now he just wants to. I think the next thing he's got to do is just just get a check. I mean, just get get the biggest bag you can. You've already accomplished what you needed to in the NFL. Just go ahead and get another big payday before it's all said and done. Yeah, no, I I, I don't think there's anything else for him to prove. Like he's not winning another defensive player of the year. He's not obviously. We I don't know when the last time we saw a defensive player year win an MVP. So he's won a Super Bowl. There's nothing else for him to prove. So I think he's just going home, just gonna end his career there and kind of move on. Yeah. And Carolina's Carolina could use them i mean they're not a bad team so yeah i think it i think it 
it could make it interesting, but I don't see them beating Tampa Bay, obviously in their division. So, but I, he'll be he'll be playing competitive football. Let's put it like that. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, the other, I guess, surprising uh, news was uh, J- the Cowboys releasing Jalen Smith. Um, he was released last night, and it looks like he is heading to Green Bay. Uh, so it looks like Green Bay is a favorite to sign him. Um, so he'll be joining the Packers. Chad, I know you're obviously a Cowboys fan. Thoughts on that? Yeah, really interesting. I never would have saw this coming. Um, I did read up on it a little bit. So it looks like he just doesn't fit in their system for whatever reason. He doesn't fit in the Dan Quinn defensive system. So they decided to move on from him. And they want to have Micah Parsons play there, it looks like, um, and be like that that middle linebacker so what they're saying is that it was more about not stopping progress of other players rather than anything else um they did try to trade him but actually no one not many people were interested so they ended up releasing him and looks like the packers are going to sign him so i'm still not really sold on the the idea of letting him go like that but uh, green bay gets a good player that they do that they do um, anything else in terms of news for going for, uh, for week four, three, four, going into week five? Um, just real quick, it looks like the Ravens are signing every running back that is not <laughs> on the team. So they had Devontae Freeman, I think, two weeks ago, and now Love Bell's playing for them. He played a couple snaps, he had a couple carries, so who knows who they're going to sign next? Todd Gurley? Who knows? So He needs a job. He needs a job, man. He should be on a roster. I would think so, but he, I think he just doesn't – Todd Gurley doesn't pass any of the physicals because of his knees. The the Ravens considered him and they brought him in for a physical and didn't pass. Wow, that's that's sad, man. What that that's that that shows go show you right to running backs value in the in the NFL today, man. They're they're good they're good on their rookie contract for two three seasons and then after that, when their knees and their legs are done and their bodies taking too much damage, they're just damaged goods at that point. That sucks for him, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's going to pretty much wrap up our uh, recap of week four. So we're going to take a break and come right back and go into Chad's segment, which we still don't have a name for. We still have a couple of ideas. We still don't have a name for it. So, again, if you think of one, uh, let us hear it. But we'll take a break, and we will be right back. All right, so we are back. Um, So we're going to jump right into Chad's segment here. Um, Again, still don't have a name for it, so if you guys can think of one, uh, we've got a couple in mind. If you guys can think of any other ones, obviously tweet at tweet at us. Let us know what you guys think. But well, let's get right into it. Chad, what are your uh, questions, I guess, for the week? Okay, here we go. Number one, Jeff Fisher versus Ben McAdoo. Oh, my God. I'm going Jeff Fisher. I mean, he's mm. solid. He's such a bad coach. They both are, which is funny. Yeah, I think Jeff Fisher, I mean, I don't know, man. There was a couple of years in Tennessee where they looked average, so I'd go there. You got to pick You got to pick him right now, just saying. To be the coach of our franchise? Yeah, right now. It's just like him getting off his couch right now. Whew. Give me Jeff Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no reason as to why. Just <laughs> give me Jeff Fisher. Isn't yo? Isn't Ben McAdoo like some, doing something with the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, he's some figurehead type deal, I think. He's a consultant as as yeah. of right now. Is what they, is what his job title is. Yeah, he's a consultant, which who knows what that means. Yeah, just give me Fisher, I guess. Jesus, that's an awful question, Chad. <laughs> okay. Well, what was your answer? What was your answer? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. They're both so bad. I guess I'll take McAdoo because. He's actually in the NFL, and Jeff Fisher's lost more games than probably anyone ever. Um, okay, next one. Andy Reid versus Sean McVay. Ooh. I'm going Andy Reid. I don't I don't even think that's I, – I don't, I, I don't even – I wouldn't even hesitate on that. No? Really? I'm actually going to take McVay here. Really? I mean, Andy Reid's won something, so show me what McVay's won. I mean, he's been to the – what has long has he been in the league? Three, four years? Yeah, he's already been to the Super Bowl. Been in the with, Super Bowl. with Jared Goff. He got to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. He's – he's obviously, we say this about all the young coaches, but he's one of the smartest offensive minds in the NFL. Uh, if I have him, I'm set for the next however many years. How many more years does Andy Reid have? We don't know. He might die for all we know. 
he was in the hospital <laughs> recently. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'll just give give me a yeah, give me him. He's he's younger. He's smarter. It seems like he's already been in the Super Bowl. He's only been in the league a few years. Yeah, I'm going that way. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Sean McVay too. Andy Reid, yeah, yeah. great coach, but I don't know. For some reason, I think he's a good coach, but Mahomes makes him looks makes him look like a genius. Which All right, put it this way. Put it this way. Put it this way. Without Mahomes, what has he done? Taking Donovan McNabb to the Super Bowl. Donovan McNabb's also very good. Mm-hmm. Did they win the he, Super Bowl? He was, he was better than Goff. Jared Goff was bad, good. man. It was good. No, I'm saying he was he was way better than Goff was. Yeah. Uh, All right. Chad, do you have McVay as well? Yep. yep. All right. Next one. Um. Big Ben versus Andy Dalton. Oh my God. <laughs> like right now. Yeah. Right now, I'm going to Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am too. <laughs> Big Ben can't throw more than four yards down the field. He's he's literally a statue in the backfield. He can't move. Andy Dalton at least could is is a, I guess more mobile than Big Ben. Yeah, I think he actually, to me, honestly, he did a solid job, a decent enough job with Dallas last year. Obviously, we haven't seen enough this year. He got hurt relatively early, but I think he did a decent job when Dak went out. I wouldn't say he was definitely better than what Ben's doing right now. I'll say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to take Andy Dalton, too. <laughs> ben looks like potato. That sucks. Sucks for Ben. Yeah. He's got, he's no, just... it sucks for the Steelers. They, they literally don't have a contingency plan. Dwayne Haskins, he's the backup. <laughs> he's going to go to a strip club, and that's going to be the end of it. Yep. All right, next one. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. I think this I'm going to go Derrick Henry. Yeah, I figured this was going to be a little bit easier. That, that was pretty easy. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry was made in a lab. Give me the King, King Henry. Yeah, I thought that one was easy, but I just want to see if anyone picked but, up. I will say, I will say, Dalvin Cook is a much better pass catcher than Derrick Henry. Oh, True, yeah. Derrick Henry. Another thing with Derrick Henry, we've seen it this year already. He's more reliable than Dalvin Cook is. He's been hurt. He's been hurt more, yeah. obviously, obviously more than Derrick Henry has. So, yeah, can we give me Derrick Henry? On, I'm gonna knock on wood to that just for the sake of my fantasy team. <laughs> you know, <I'm> <laughs> yeah, you were trying to trade him earlier. It sounded like. Yeah, I mean, I need running back depth. I like Henderson. Like I said. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> you're trading. You're trading one running back for, for another running back. No, no, no. no. He's, 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 he's trading, trading two running backs for one running back. He's also trading right. the best running back in football for another running back. But that's that's neither here nor there. For everybody listening, I was trying to trade Derrick Henry for basically Daryl Henderson and Tyreek Hill, which I think is a fair trade. These no, 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 no. no. Be honest. Henry. Damian it was Derrick Henry and Tyler Boyd. Ty- or basically, Derrick Henry, Tyler Boyd. No, uh, 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 back up, back Damian up, back up, back up, back up. You told us the trade was Derrick Henry, Damian Williams, who is now going to start, I guess, for the next few weeks in Chicago. For four weeks, yeah. Okay, so a quarter of the season. And um, basically Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd for Tyreek Hill and Daryl Henderson. Yeah. I, I'm high on Henderson, man. I'm really high on Henderson. And are you, like, low on Derrick Henry? What are, what are you saying? No, I mean, looking at my team, I need wide receiver help more than anything. And if I can get Henderson for Derrick Henry and I can get Tyreek Hill, I think that makes my team more competitive. It's not like – obviously, I know Derrick Henry is the best running back in football right now. It's just, like, looking at my team, I need wide receiver help. You're going to need some running back help if you make that trade, too. And don't worry, I've got I've got three top five running backs on my team, so you can definitely come to me. I'll, I'll, I can help you out. We can make something work. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, Chad, do you have any any other uh, questions? All right, last one. Would your team name? Would you rather have your team name? Oh God. Be the <laughs> be the, the Willies or the Wankers? Oh, the Willies. You think? I'm not going to be a no. I'm not rooting for the. Orlando Wankers. Ab- no, absolutely not. Ab- the Willies. Give me the Willies. For the Orlando Willies? More over the Wankers, absolutely. What's our What's our logo going to be? Hey man. What's our mascot? What's our mascot going to be? Hey, what What's your mascot going to be the other way? A guy named Willie. 
Yeah, yeah, we can, we can change this around. A guy with the jersey is named Willie on it. You can make you can make that one work. The wankers you can't make work. I think you can. Shree? I'm going Willie. Chad? Actually, if you look up what a wanker is. Oh my god. Okay, what is uh, it? No, it's not. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, uh, did you have any more? A person? No, don't want that one. Okay, yeah, I guess we No, that's it. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on. So let's go into our picks from last week. So, kind of an interesting wrinkle here that we're going to do. So obviously, if you guys have been listening over the past few weeks, we obviously go through the spreads of every game, we make our picks, and we tally them up. So we also do, obviously you've been listening, you've also heard us do our gold versus bold, okay? So what we want to kind of do here is we want to increment everything together to get a final score, I guess, by the end of the season. So obviously if you if you pick the spread correctly, you get a point. Um, and so what we're also doing is if you get your bold correct, you're going to add two points. So for example... Let's say last week, right? It was, let's just take the Jags versus the uh, Bengals. The Jags were able to cover, right? The line was seven and a half. They were able to cover. So I, I guess the Jags, I got that game right. Let's just say, for example, my bold prediction had a hit. Then I would add two points. So therefore, my, my score for that as of right now would be three. So that's how we're going to do that. Now with our gold, if your gold misses or the gold that you pick does not happen, you're going to subtract one. So that kind of just is another way to throw in a point system by the end of the year uh, just to kind of see, you know, where, where we're sitting at. So as of right now, uh, so obviously we, we kind of tallied up our picks from last week. Obviously, if you, you Dan, were here last week. Go ahead. Dan, one second. So um, also with the Golden Bowl, just as we're going over that, we wanted to implement a system, like a parameter system. So if you're doing a gold, you're able to move the spread seven points. Is that what we agreed on, Dan? Yes, I think that's what we kind of came up with. Gold, yep. And bold was what? Was that three? Three, yep. You can move the spread three three points in whatever direction you see fit. So, so give him an so example of that. Give him an example of that. So this week we have Dallas um, minus seven. So they're projected to win by seven. So if you think Dallas, you'd move, if I'm going to do a gold, I'd move, I'd move the spread down seven. So I just do Dallas to win pretty much. If I'm doing bold, then I do Dallas is going to win by 10. So it kind of goes like that. Now, that's not saying that our gold versus bold has to be in line with the spread. You don't have to pick a spread. But, like, for example, like, I think last last week, Shri, I think your gold was Kansas City just to win. Obviously, that's kind of – obviously, it's gold. We know it's going to happen. We want to make this a little more interesting. So we want to incorporate the spread and, obviously, your, your ability to move the line a little bit. So that's kind of our changes that we've made to the little game we're playing. Obviously, this is ongoing. This is this is this will be kind of it's just kind of a fun thing we're doing. So as of right now with all of our gold versus bold and our uh, picks against the spread, as of right now, uh Chad, me and Chad are actually tied for second, I guess, with a total of points of 24. Somehow, Shri is ahead of both of us and he has 28. So right now, Shri has 28. I've got yeah. 20. Tell him, tell him, tell, tell him the week I had last week with my picks. Yeah, he had he had a great week. He um last week he got. 13. I think I went thirteen out of sixteen, right? He did. He got thirteen out of sixteen right on the picks. Me and Chad both went nine out of sixteen. On top of that, his bold um. I'm sorry. Did your bold hit? I can't. No, even, no, no, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, his bold hit, and then a week ago, uh my bold hit but my gold lost so add one point there chad nothing happened with chad in terms of gold versus bold so um that's where we're sitting at as of right now so Shree's in the lead with 28 me and chad are uh, right behind him at 24 apiece so let's go through the games this week and let's make our picks let's make our picks so chad you've got the lines in front of you yep yep all right let's get into the first game so net Actually, what, tomorrow, or today, if you're listening to this, um, it is Seahawks-Ravens. Seahawks-Rams, sorry. Rams minus two and a half. Uh, Rams are at home, I'm guessing. Seahawks are at home. Cool. You know, I'm going to go Seattle. 
You said Seattle's at home? Seattle no. is at home. Yeah, Seattle's at home. So, Shri, you're going Seahawks? Yep, I'm going Seahawks to win, actually. I mean, I'll take the line, but I think they're going to win. I'm going Rams. Uh, like I said, I think they're still the best team in football. Uh, they got, you know, they got beaten pretty badly last week against Carolina, uh, not Carolina, Arizona, and I think they're gonna they're gonna rally back and win and win this game here. So uh, win outright. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick, and they're obviously gonna cover the spread. I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Rams. I'm also gonna pick the Rams. I think they're gonna have a comeback game. Um, yeah, no other reason besides that. Okay. All right, next game: Jets, Falcons, Falcons minus three. So Jets at Falcons. You writing this down? I'm writing this down. I'm writing it down. Okay. Do you want to write it down? You can write it down. Uh, yeah, I have it down. Perfect. Let's work for me. All right. So Jets at Falcons. What's the line? Three. For the Falcons, I'm assuming. Yes, at home. Yeah, give me the Falcons. Jets are not winning two weeks in a row, so that's all I have to say. Chad, you go. Chad, you go. I'm still. You want me to go? I'm also yeah, going to pick the Falcons at home. Um, I, I do like Wilson, but no, there's no shot they win two weeks in a row. If they do, it'd be a miracle. What's the line? Three? Three, yeah. For some reason, I'm tempted to go Jets, man. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Wait, why is this game at 9.30 a.m.? Is this in London? Yeah, they're playing in London. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Oh, so it's basically Falcons aren't at home. Neither yeah, of them, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know that was the case. Good catch. I'm going Jets. I think. I I really don't know why I'm going Jets. I'm just going Jets. Mm-hmm. I like good, good logic. Good logic. Yeah. All right, we, we got the, the next one. We got the Patriots at the Texans. Patriots favored by eight and a half. Yeah, give me the Patriots. I think that line is is probably right where it needs to be. I don't think it's too high. I don't think it's too low. Uh, Texans didn't put up any points against Buffalo last week. I think, yeah, give, give me the Pats on that one. It's it's, it's in um, Houston. It's in Houston. Yeah, I also think the Pats. Is Tyrod's not coming back, right? Nope. No. Okay. I'm also yeah, taking the Pats. You're also taking I'll, the Pats? I'll take the Pats, too. Okay. Perfect. All right, next one we got Miami at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay favored by 10. Yeah, give me Tampa. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. They're going to cover. Okay. They're going to This is going to be the week that Jacoby Brissett explodes against that secondary. Um when I say explodes, I mean it has has a decent game. That that's really what I mean by that. Uh yeah, they're going to cover. They're not going to win. But they're going to cover. Okay. I'm going Tampa Bay. Way better. They're just way better than the uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. But. You'll see. You'll all see. You watch. Yeah, maybe we will. All right, next one we got um, Green Bay at Cincinnati. Green Bay favored by three. Wow. Why do I feel like that line is extremely low? Yeah, I'm going Green Bay and I'm hammering it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Green Bay too. Okay. Is that line not eight. really low? Like I feel like that line is extremely eight. low. It seems it. Let's means reading it. Three, three and one. Three. I guess. All right. We got the Tennessee Titans at Jacksonville. Titans favored by four. Give me the Titans. Urban Meyer's a mess. That team's not going to rally around Urban Meyer's. Yeah. Give me the Titans. Yeah. I think that's a great point, Stry. I'm going to go Texans as well, kind of just because of what you just said about Urban Meyer. That team probably doesn't want to. Yeah. Jesus. You mean Titans. Titans. <laughs> yep. I'm going to go with the Titans. Um, Good. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans. Kind of for the same reason you said, Stry. And obviously they lost to the Jets last week. They're not going to lose to the Jets and Jacksonville back to back. Yeah. I think AJ Brown, either AJ Brown or Julio Jones should be fine this week. So that's <laughs> a big upgrade over Okay, the next game is Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota favored by eight and a half. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take Minnesota. 
not really sure why outside of the fact they're playing the Lions. They didn't really impress me at all last week against Cleveland. Um, but the Lions, again, still suck. So, yeah, give me, give me Minnesota. Coming off a loss, yeah, give me Minnesota. What's the line, Chad? Eight and a half. And who's at home? Minnesota. I'm like tempted to go Lions. Do it. Chad, you Chad, you go. Let me think about this one. I'm going with the Lions. Really? Yeah. Don't know why. I just have this gut feeling. Alright. I love it. I'm I might follow Chad and go Lions. Okay. All right, next one, Philly at Carolina. Carolina favored by three and a half. McCaffrey's still out, correct? McCaffrey, I mean, I have no idea. I think so. I'm going Carolina, though. Philly is just, uh, Philly's just not good. Like, I don't know what else to put in. Carolina, okay. Yeah, I'm, al- I'm also going to take Carolina as well. Uh, kind of for the same reason. I don't, I don't really like Philly at all. And like you said, uh, DJ Moore, Sam Donald, they look pretty good together. We'll take it. I mean, I don't uh, – Philly, the thing about Philly is that, I mean, they don't have a good coach. I don't think they're sold on J- Jalen Hurts, like the whole organization. So, I don't know. No? You don't I'll, think so? Also, some I news did. on this game real quick. Uh, sorry, I'm going to cut you guys off. But uh, Matt Rule said McCaffrey looked really good in ret- his return to practice today. And it's looking like he's a game-time decision. So, it looks like he's trending in the right direction in terms of playing. So Okay. No, but Chad, I don't think I don't think Philly sold on Jalen Hurts. To be honest with you, well, I think they are. Who do you think? I think they're sold. I think they're sold for this year, but just because they don't have any other good quarterback on the roster, they're still in it with in terms of the Deshaun Watson stuff. They're still poking their heads around at that. Same them in Miami, are the two teams. I I just don't think they're the whole organization sold on them. Any reason why, or just that's just how you feel? I, I, it just they're not doing anything to like overly help them. You know what I mean? Like the Pats, like they, they built the offense around Mac Jones. You know what I mean? Like it, the Dolphins, they support Tua publicly. They're saying Tua is a quarterback, which he's he not, by the way. He's not. No, anyway. but you know, you know what I mean. They just don't do that publicly, and they don't have a good offense. Like I don't, know. yeah, I just don't like them. Okay, Chad, who'd you take on this one? Carolina. Okay, so we all want Carolina. Especially if McCaffrey's playing. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next one, Denver at Pitt. Pitt favored by one. Oof. You know, I'm going to go Denver. Denver. Ah, uh, wait. Who's their quarterback, though? Yeah, that's the thing. So, Bridgewater, I'm looking that up right now. As far as I know, he's out. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Never mind. I'm going to go Pitt. Uh, actually... He did not practice today, uh, but they're saying um, he is questionable. So the reports basically are the coach is optimistic that he could advance through the NFL's concussion protocol and return to practice by the end of the week and possibly be a game-time decision for game time. Um, but he, he didn't practice today, right? Correct. Uh, then I'm going to Pittsburgh. I'm also going to take Pittsburgh. In this game as well, I think I think they they've got to win something. Big Ben's got to do he's got to do something. They're gonna get going this game. Obviously, not playing against a starting quarterback. Playing against Drew Locke is gonna be a step in the right direction in order to get a win. I'm gonna go ahead and take Pittsburgh in this one. Yeah, same. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Drew Locke just throws way too many interceptions for my liking. Yeah, uh, they're gonna get a lot of a lot of possessions. I feel like. All right, uh, New Orleans at Washington. Um, New Orleans favored by two. Ooh. Give me Washington. Oops. This was interesting to me. Yeah, this is interesting. I think I'm going to go New Orleans. But I don't know. I am going to go New Orleans. Yeah. Did New Orleans lose? They lost to the Giants, right? In overtime, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, they won't do it twice. Ah, they probably could do it twice, but <laughs> I'm, not really, I'm not really confident in saying, oh, they're definitely not losing twice in a row. Um, it's, Jameis, it's Jameis Winston. But, no, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with New Orleans. Okay, okay. All right, next one, Chicago versus Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, 
Let's see. Vegas favored by five. Yeah, give me the Raiders. Coming off of a loss against the Chargers, which they didn't look horrible in. Derek Carr obviously had an underwhelming performance. I think he steps it up. I think I take uh, the Raiders in this one. Um, go ahead. Give me Chicago. Okay. I think the line, I think the line is too high. Five? I think, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be less than five. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with Vegas. I just don't think. I think Fields is good, but he. I just don't trust him yet to, you know, consistently put up points and not turn the ball over yet. As a rookie. All right. Cleveland at the Chargers. Chargers favored by two. That's a good game. Ooh. It's a really good game. This is a I'm really going, good game. I'm going Chargers. I'm high on them this year. I'm going Chargers. Ooh, Chargers favored by two. Yep. Give me Cleveland. Ooh, okay. Give me Cleveland to win. Well, I'm going to put you plus two, but... Yeah, give me the points. I'll take the points. Uh, But yeah, I I like Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to win this game. Wow. No real, um, no real reason. No real reason. I think Cleveland's going to win. Okay. Okay. I'm picking Cleveland, too. No no reason. No reason. <laughs> Two great minds think alike, Chad, huh? Besides the fact that I picked a lot of favorites and I need some underdogs. All right. Next one <laughs> is Cowboys-Giants. Cowboys favored by seven. Give me the boys. Give you me the, the Cowboys. Yeah, you taking the underdog on this one? Yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Cowboys. Okay, easy enough. Um, San Francisco versus Arizona. Oh, sorry, Arizona favored by five and a half. Ooh. I think the line is high on that. Oh, I think the line is fair. Really? I th- Initially, I thought the line was high, but Trey Lance is starting. Didn't he start last week, too? He didn't start. He came he in start. late. He came in like week two, or quarter, second quarter. What's the line? Five and a half. In Arizona? Correct. Yep. Give me the Cardinals. Chad, you go. I'm still thinking. Yeah. Easy pick for me, Arizona. They look very, very, very good. And Trey Lance. It's hard to pick rookie quarterbacks now. For some reason, I'm just I'm not a huge fan of picking rookie quarterbacks to beat teams like this. Chad, this, sound, this sounds like a teaser for me this week. Yeah. This this sounds like it. But anyway, go ahead. Could be. Are the 49ers running backs healthy? Um, no. <laughs> the six, 16 of them? No, probably not. <laughs> I'm, like, really tempted to go 49ers here for some reason. Do it. What's the line? Five and a half, so basically six. Or basically five. Yeah, basically six. Wow, this one's really interesting. This is that's why I'm so stuck on it. I just don't think Trey Lance can keep up with Arizona's offense. That's Maybe. that's that's what I, that's how I feel. I think Arizona's going to put up a lot of points, and they I just don't, do. I don't think they're going to be able to match it. If Matt Stafford had a tough time matching it last week, I really don't think Trey Lance is going to have do any better than that. I just want to check one thing. Yeah, no, give me give me Arizona. What'd you check? Wait, wait, wait. What'd you check? Uh, I was just checking to see how many points. 49ers have given up. Okay. Like, if their defense was, like, somewhat competitive, then I would be like, all right. But then they gave up 33 to Detroit, um, barely beat the Eagles, then gave up 32 Green Bay, then gave up 28 to Seattle. So they're basically averaging 30 a game, over 30 a game against good teams. So. Okay. Okay, next game, probably the game of the week, is Buffalo at Kansas City. Um, Kansas City favored by two and a half. Oof. I gotta go Kansas City. I think I think this is one of those games that Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are absolutely pumped up for. 
I mean, I, I could have said the same thing when they lost two in a row. I mean, or when they lost the first game against... When they lost against Baltimore, I thought the exact same thing the next week. This was, I was like, okay, coming off a loss, going back home, playing the Chargers, this is a game they're not, they're not going to lose this game. And they lost. I don't know. I think, I think there's so much hype around Buffalo. I think I think Chiefs want to make a statement. Sunday night, I think they're in there to just... I think they want to make a statement. I think Buffalo's going to think the same thing. Yeah, but the thing is, I trust Mahomes more than Buffalo, so there's that. Very true. Give me Buffalo. Wow. Give me Buffalo. Okay. In Kansas City? In Kansas City. Give me, I think Josh Allen's going to have a field day against that secondary. Possible. Very possible. It's going to be a high-scoring game, I'll tell you that. Yeah. All right. Um, last game, Monday night game, Indianapolis. Chad, wait, Chad, what was your pick? Oh, sorry, Kansas City. Chad trying to sneak uh, away with no pick there. I see you. No, I have it. In. Sorry, I thought I already said it. Um, last game, Monday night, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by six and a half. Indianapolis at Baltimore? Correct. I'm going Indy. I think the line is too high. What was the line, Chad? Six and a half. Yeah, give me Baltimore. Um, golly. I'm going to go India as well. <laughs> Voice crack. Uh, all right. Now, are we on to Gold vs. Bowl or are we into the parlay? Let's do the parlay first. Okay. Parlay first? Okay. What are we thinking? You guys have anything in mind already off I, the bat? I just want to point out, Shuri, well done last week. <sighs> All right, Chad. Me, me, well done last week. Both of our legs of the parlay hit. Yeah. It was once again Dan. I'm telling Ooh. you. This is the week we turn it around. This is the week we turn it around. We're, we're, we're winning it this week, I'm telling you. I promise you this. We're winning it this week. Okay. Okay. Chad, what, what, give me some of the lines. What were the lines for the Bucks Dolphins? Ten. Ten. What was the line for Titans Jaguars? Four. Interesting. What about Broncos Steelers? One Steelers. All right, I have my leg of the parlay. By the way, I got the Packers minus three. Ah, that was mine, dude. That's going to be my leg of the parlay this week. Oh, that was mine. Well, sucks to suck, Chad, doesn't it? What about the Rams uh, Seahawks game? I'm staying. I'm staying so far away from that game. Rams Seahawks two two and a half Seahawks or two and a half Rams. Sorry, at Seahawks. I think I picked Seattle, right? Correct. <laughs> oh, Shree, don't do it. <laughs> that that's that's a stay away. That game is a stay away. I'm, I'm I mean, if, if if you want to do it, go ahead and do it. I'm just, I just personally. No, you know what I was thinking? This would be so contradictory. I was thinking about taking the line on that. You're an idiot. <laughs> so where are you going, Tennessee? Uh, I'm still thinking, Chad. If you have yours ready, you can go. Um, I do, but mine was going to be Tennessee after okay. Green Bay. So, I mean, if you want to pick them. Uh, you, you take Tennessee. I'll, I'll, take, okay. I'll, I'll be the one to risk it this week. Okay, okay. What's the Jets-Falcons? Three. Falcons. Falcons minus three. Didn't you pick the Jets to win? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I might disallow that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're I don't I don't think we're gonna allow any betting on the Jets. I think I think that should be your rule. We have to have teams that we have to basically eliminate. I think the Jets. What's the, what's the Giants Cowboys line? Seven. Seven. That that was the other one I was interested in. Bears Raiders. Five and a half. Five and a half. Bears Raiders. Can't find it for some reason. Yeah, five five. You know, uh, and Chiefs Bills was two and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go Chiefs Bills. Chiefs win. Chiefs money line? Or are you gonna Chiefs. take the? I'll take the line two and a half. 
when that go well, they got. Okay. Okay. I was also I was also looking at the over for that game at fifty six and a half. Oh. I was I was actually gonna change mine from that to that, but I don't have faith in it. The over. Yeah, I was gonna try and do, but. I think that game they're both they're both scoring thirty that game. You think? I think yeah. What did the Chiefs score last week? Forty two. Forty something. Then they had twenty four. Both both teams scored forty last week. Put it that way. Right. Yeah, but they also played horrible teams last week. Yeah. 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 I mean, they played the Eagles and the Texans. Like, come on. Sure. Yeah, I'm not confident in you picking the the Chiefs there, but hey, we'll take it. I don't like any of the other ones. You don't like the Cardinals, huh? What was the line there? Five and a half. I. Hey, if you want Tennessee, I'll take the Cardinals. I, I'm more confident in that. It's it's up to him. It's, it's his his leg. No, I'll take the Cardinals. Shad, you keep Tennessee. I'll, I'll, I want to risk it. I'm, I'm, I think my new strategy is risk it for the biscuit. So I'll take the tougher line. Okay. Okay. So we've got it down. Chad, read it off one more time. Where's Arizona? There, there. Tennessee minus four. Green Bay minus three. Arizona minus five and a half. Okay. That's a parlay for the week. That's our parlay for the week. All right. Now let's get into gold versus bold. Now, again, just for everybody listening, Chad, I want you to go over the gold versus bold line rules one more time just so everybody understands. Okay. So for this, we already went over the point system. So for this, um, I think it's also true for the over-under, but you can more or less tease the line by if you want to make it your gold, you can tease it by seven. Or if you want to make it your bold, you can tease it by three. So we're going so, seven. We're going seven on the tease. Correct. I said that completely wrong, did I not? Yeah. You said I, – I think – I think – I think seven – no, no. I think seven's better than ten. We said ten earlier. Right. Seven for bold, right? Yeah. Gold is three or gold is seven? No. Gold is three. Bold is seven. Really? I thought it was the opposite. No. Okay. Because, I mean, you're going bold, you're teasing the line higher. Right, okay, it's fine. So that's that's kind of the new rules here. The gold, you can tease the line by three, and on the bold, you tease the line by seven. Okay. Dan, why don't you go first? Jeez. Um, no. <laughs> here, I got, I got one for the bold. Okay. What's the Jets-Falcons line? Three, Falcons. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go just to win. Make make the line even. Make sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's my bold. Okay. My, my oh, bold. No, 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 your bold is seven, correct? So yeah. you would have to have Jets plus four. No, Whoa. Jets minus four. No. Jets minus four. Good catch. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. So you'd have the Jets to win by four. Yeah. Okay. That's my bold. Okay. My gold. I don't. Do I have to tease if I like don't want to? Yes. Gold? Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't. But uh, yeah, I guess you don't have to. You're just less likely to win. Well, I'll, I'll take the Packers Bengals. Okay, so that that was gonna be mine, and I was gonna tease it too. But anyway. Green Bay. You want to just Green Bay to win? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, my gold is going to be Cowboys to win. Nope. It's going to be Cowboys minus four. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should do seven both ways. Or, um, or we should just not do it at all. I'm starting to think we shouldn't do it at all. It makes it a lot more confusing, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Hey, whatever. Alright, so disregard the change we've made. Alright, so then my my bold is Jets to win, my gold is Packers to win. Okay. Alright. Got it. My gold yep. is Cowboys to cover. 
and my bold is Dolphins to cover. Okay. My bold is going to be Chiefs Bills over 62. Wow. Yep. Wow. Gold is going to be, let me see, Arizona to win. Okay. Okay. I like it. Chad, you're keeping track of this. I am? Yeah. Oh. Perfect. Okay, we're all set. Anyone got anything else to add? No, that's pretty much... That's pretty much it. So... To, to recap the change we made and then the change we reverted to. So we're just going to kind of go with gold versus bold as we normally were. We're going to disregard teasing the lines. Is that accurate? Is that what we are yeah. all are going to agree on? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Okay. I like the idea of teasing it, but I guess you're right. I guess it does make it a tad confusing. I think um, we made it the same. Like you could tease it four each way or five each way or six, you know, something like that. It'd be a lot easier to understand. But we can talk about it and figure it out. Again, this whole this whole thing is a work in progress here. We're going to be adding things. We're going to be taking things away. We're going to be changing this. This is this is just how we how we're going to roll this this season. Next year we'll have, we'll come into the next season as a as a definitive what we want to do. So this season is 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 we're going to be changing things around. So just be be ready for that. Um, but yeah, so we've got our gold versus bold. We've got our putting it up parlay. Chad, what's the putting it up parlay one more time? It's going to be Tennessee Titans minus four against Jacksonville. Cowboys minus seven against the Giants. And, and nope, sorry. Tennessee minus four against Jacksonville. Green Bay minus three against Cincinnati. Arizona minus five and a half against San Fran. So that is our putting it up parlay for the week. And just again to recap uh, where we are in terms of points as of right now, Shree currently in the lead with 28. Chad and I both trailing tied at 24 apiece. So that's where we sit after four weeks into the season. So do um, you guys got anything else this week or anything to add, anything to say before we get out of here? Um, follow the Twitter at putting it up. It. Yep, nothing else. Hopefully I repeat my performance from last week and I'll be happy. I don't know, man. Thirteen for sixteen, that's that sounds like it's uh it's a Jets win. Sounds like yeah. it's a Jets win. Yeah. Hey, I got a four point buffer. I got a four four game buffer, so I'll take it. Yep. It's true. Again, like Chad said, follow us at putting it up. Uh tweet us your fantasy related questions, your betting related questions, anything you may have, anything you want our opinion on. Um, go ahead and tweet us. Follow us first, obviously. That's number one, so you can stay up to date on our tweets. Um, but we are also going to start tweeting out our bet slips as well for the Put It Up Parlay. So if you guys want to see that, you'll see it right on our Twitter as well. So that's going to be it for this week. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Take care.